0: All right, Abs Nation, what's going on? And obviously, the Colorado Avalanche, is they're in their offseason. And with any good offseason is a lot of rumors. And why could this year be a little bit different? Because with the Gabe Landeskog situation, should we, we be taking these rumors maybe a little bit more seriously than years past? With one player in particular, his name coming up a lot yesterday. We'll talk about that and a lot of other things on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you right now. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team
1: every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked on Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with me as always Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets LOPN underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions locked on avalanche at gmail.com. Follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live, and make sure to subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you subscribe, you can talk to Kyle and I one-on-one. All right, um, we will get to some listener questions a little bit later on. But where we are going to start today is kind of what's taken over at least social media uh, for today and, or yesterday. Now, if you're listening to this on, on Tuesday, on Monday, it was all about. One player in particular, and that's Willie Nylander from the Toronto Maple Leafs, and and a lot of people are thinking the Maple Leafs have gone through this. They're they're at that point in time where they've they've done this enough. They haven't succeeded in the main goal and winning a Stanley Cup, and this was the first time they got out of the second round in you know over a decade. Um, and some people are feeling like it's just not working. They went out and got all these different pieces, is, is the GM coming back? Is the head coach coming back? There's so many questions up in the air with Toronto. And because of that, uh, you know, social media and the media at large wants to blow up the Toronto Maple Leafs. So yesterday the, the sexy name was Willie Nylander. And I, I don't know if it's just because of the algorithm <laughs> sends me a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, Colorado Avalanche news on Twitter. But you heard a lot of, hey, Nylander to Colorado. It makes sense. You know, they need some help on wing with Landeskog not going to be there. Who knows what's going on with Van de Chuskin? This could make a lot of sense. So I'll start there. Does it make sense?
1: In a perfect world with a perfectly constructed roster, with everybody who's supposed to be there, because honestly, if you look at it right now, going into next year, there are five rostered
0: forwards.
1: <laughs> and yeah. you don't you don't know what's going on with Val Nichushkin, so that right. might be four. Wow. So let just put that in your mind for a second. And then if you do make this move for Willie Nylander, guess who has a no move clause enacted in 2023, 2024? That'd be one Willie Nylander.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it would be a kind of a, oh, let me make sure I get this correct. A moot <laughs> point. <laughs> right. For he is commanding close to what we are getting relief from with Gabe Landiscock.
0: So he's got a no move clause in the last year of that deal. Isn't that something? Cause, cause so they, they, I mean, if they're going to move him, they're going to move him now then. Cause it's, yep. yeah, he does. I'm looking at it. Wow, you give him I mean that's pretty smart on on his end I guess. Um to 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 enact that in his contract the last year of his deal he can't be moved unless he has say so. Yes. Uh, that's surprising that Toronto would be okay with that because that's usually when you get rid of guys if things aren't going your way, right?
1: And that's good I that's good business on his part and his camp. Way to go Willie Nylander. Hmm. Way to way to really make good money and business decision there, but you're yeah. going in order to get Willie Nylander. He's going to have to waive that clause. He has his list. It's one of those that you make your list of 10. You submit it to the league is Colorado on that list. If he wants to move, does he want to be part of, because you heard Dubas in his, his remarks about um, nothing is off the table talking about if he's sticking around because he wants to stick around, mm-hmm. does he want to be part of what Toronto is building? Does he want to get out of there and get away from the Toronto media? There's a lot of questions around. And is Colorado in a place where they can make that move knowing they have to put forwards in there somewhere to play with Willie Needlander.
0: Well, the, the, I think this is the interesting thing with the avalanche right now is normally... Um, I would say not like this always happens with the Avalanche, right? They, they always get attached to yeah. a name and and uh, a, a bigger name. I'm not saying Nylander is this massive name, but he, he's a darn good player, right? And the Avs always seem to get attached to these guys. And in the end, it just doesn't work out because the money's not there. They don't like to give up young prospects. The Avalanche are very methodical about they, they just don't throw caution to the wind. It's like, yeah, well, you know, this is the, not the uh, avalanche of, of years past, right? Where they yeah. would kind of do stuff like that, um, but they don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're very cautious about what they bring in. I think the Landeskog, you know, situation where he's not playing, I think that changes things a little bit for them. And, and we were saying how, you know, we, we kind of feel like they're going to bring in a guy – A one-year deal to kind of replace him just for that one year and then reassess where we they think Gog is a year from now. And to do that, you'd probably have to get a guy later on in his career who's maybe one who's still very good, and maybe like one last push, all that stuff, right? But you could do something like this, depending on what you have to give up. And here's where it gets interesting for the avalanche. I don't think we had someone ask about it. Uh, well, I'll bring that up in a second, but um, if, if if I don't feel like the avalanche are going to, to sacrifice a lot of draft capital and mm-hmm. prospects that would benefit Toronto beyond next year, when all they're going to get in return is maybe a one year rental, okay. because now you've given up picks and prospects that are not coming back and you have Nylander for one year, and then if he goes and he signs elsewhere, you've given up all of that, and you got basically nothing in return. If it works, if you do that and you win a Stanley Cup, then obviously that's a, that's a great. But it's very difficult to predict that, right? So I just feel like to if if you're going to go the trade route, what are you going to give up? And I think uh, if if Toronto is going to trade Nylander because he's got one year left in his deal and you want to get some stuff in return for him kind of change the dynamic there. Well, the same could be true for the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. You could go give up somebody that's in their last year of a deal. And I hate to say this name, but it could be someone like because it's Because it, it could be very tough to sign him. Like he is going into the last year of his deal. And I know the Avalanche want to keep him. Everybody in that front office wants to keep him, but I think this comes down to again the business side of things rather than just we we want to keep everybody that we like and that's good for our team. I think it's going to be very tough. Would we say that um, Tays making like four point one million? Yep. He is getting a sizable increase that I don't think the Avalanche can match unless they make other moves. If they free up cap space because they, they're they like, nope, we we the decision that we're going to make and who we're going to keep, we're keeping Taves. Okay, then you have to make other moves and give up guys, again, that you probably don't want to give up, like Sam Gerrard. But if they don't go that route, if they don't feel like they can fit all of those guys under the cap, including Bo Byram, who's getting an increase, Devon Taves might be, and I hate to say it, a cap casualty because – you get rid of them, so now now it's like okay, which guy do you want more? Because you're mm-hmm. gonna have one of them for for one year. Do you feel like you can get one year out of Devon Taves and go further, or do you give him up and get a much needed position back in Nylander and get him for one year? Yeah, very difficult question the Avalanche have to answer.
1: Yeah, because Nylander is a point-per-game player. Sure like, is. He, he would be an incredible addition to the roster, but then you got you got to... And I mentioned what the roster is going to look like and what you have to put together and have a full team for opening puck drop. It's going to be a challenge, so you're going to have to start losing players. Right. Do you want to make that big splash and have that help from Nylander? Do you want to call your depth to step up? Or do you want to make a, a little move and go out there and go get maybe a kyler yamamoto who's half the price yeah. but more of a gamble mm-hmm. and then you know nick Benino, his deal's running out in pittsburgh there's some leadership for you and he's going to be on the cheap for maybe a million yes he's old but you could plug him in get yamamoto and nick Benino. there's there's some options <laughs> there's there where lot. you're not giving up too much but you have to be very cautious like like i said going into this conversation Mm -hmm. this is a normal avalanche year i might be listening but like you said if you want if this is what you want you're not going to enjoy what you have to give up right
0: because where are you more comfortable right now with your forwards or your defensemen yeah defensemen exactly so you you can kind of give one of them up if you have to to solidify your forwards Cause you're hurting in the forwards department right now and you're okay on, on the defense. Even if you give up Taves, you, you know, you, uh, well, actually in our next segment, we'll talk about uh, a question that was brought up from a uh, listener. One of our very fine listeners uh, who brought up uh, a question. I'm bringing someone back. You obviously have to fill that role. If you give up someone like Devon Taves or whoever you, even if it was Sam Gerrard, you'd have to fill that role. But oh. it, 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 it's a, it's a tough, angle that the avalanche have right now in if you want him and i don't see why you wouldn't um you got to give something up and that's that's the downside of this right now and it, i've said it before this has visions of Nazem Kadri 2.0 and, and i had to give up Tyson Berry to get him
1: I will say this in, in closing of this this topic. This offseason for the Colorado Avalanche is going to be pivotal on where the Avalanche trajectory is going to be in the next couple of years. This offseason can define if Colorado is going to be a repeat of the St. Louis Blues or if this is going to be a Chicago Blackhawks Cup dynasty. Because we could keep subscribing mm. to, no, this works, just trust me on this, and you could be stuck with nothing but Jordan Bennington. Because that's what St. Louis did.
0: Hmm. We'll see, man. Uh, I, I am going to be fascinated by the Avalanche offseason, That's for sure. Um, we'll get to a couple listener questions, and there, there's one. You know, Nylander is was the the hot name yesterday, uh, but there's another one out there that has been thrown around a little bit, um, and, I, and I think that might be kind of similar road that the Avalanche might have to go down, um, or maybe would at least entertain going down. So we will talk about that in a second but first we're going to hear from game time and the game time app and buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful and game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have and what are some of the things that we like about the game time app they got the flash deals on last minute tickets. Easy to find your tickets and buy them for every kind of event in your area. The images of the seat view is absolutely key. Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. So download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create your account at, and redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL. For twenty dollars off with the Game Time app. So go download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Um, all right. So there was a question by I want to get his name. M i e l k e. Is that like just a different way to say Mike? <laughs> Milk. 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 Milk myok photography 35. Um, he throws this out, He says new hook, Ben Myers, and a pick. Maybe it would have to be a first for Elias Lindholm. Now, that, that's an that it's kind of the same situation as Nylander, and Nylander is making how did they come up with this number 6.962. 366. It's because he signed the deal after the season started. How do you get that
1: number? It, it's at a it's at a um the prorated amount. Yes, yeah, so it's a prorated amount. He got front-loaded contract. I think it was 10 million in the first year in 2018. Okay. Oh, I'm channeling my inner Steve Dingle here on <laughs> leaf stuff, but yeah, it was 10 pretty million. Amazing. His, 10 million in his first year and then So that was, that makes sense then. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um and Lynn home is making 4.85 and he will be in the last year of his deal as well going into last year or to next year. Um, let me see what his stats were. I mean, then they had well, see, a, a rough year at it last year. The, well, the, the, the flames did, but go ahead
1: to, to Malk's point. I would with that $4 million price tag, mm-hmm. new hook and Ben Myers alone on the upside should be enough. I don't think you would have to dip into the draft pick.
0: No, and I don't think the Avalanche will dip into this draft anyway. Yeah, If they, if they didn't get rid of it during last year's yeah. trade deadline or this year's trade deadline, I don't think they're going to give it up now. Even though the need is there for, yeah. for, you know, for some help in the forward position. Uh, they had multiple opportunities to get rid of it and they didn't, so it's just tough to fathom that they would get rid of it now. Lindholm, down year, you know, and, and a lot of Calgary did. Um, but last year, exactly a point per player game. 82 yep. games played, 82 points. Uh, this past year, 80 games played, 64 points. So, oh, wow. In 2021-22, in in he was a plus 61. In last year, he was a plus 6. Now I know plus minus is a trivial stat, but that's pretty impressive at plus sixty one. Yeah. Um, but that that is something that I would yeah. uh, you you might be able to get him for a lot cheaper than what Nylander would cost you.
1: And you have the quote unquote avalanche effect that will sure. improve him a little bit. So
0: definitely, um, and he's he's a centerman,
1: which so where where, ne- they where need. Nylander
0: is more of the winger than a center especially
1: when you could possibly be losing jt confer as well
0: exactly exactly um so i think that that's that i like that he he brought that up because i think that's more of a
1: he might be onto something here could
0: be definitely could be um and there's another one here by our good friend, Alan. We haven't heard from Alan in a while. and if, My if brother you, from another mother. If you're an everydayer from way back in the day, oh, yeah. um, you know Alan runs the Ryan Graves fan club. You um, even got to meet him a couple times. And That's right. Hung out with him for uh, after a game. He asks, if Ryan Graves goes out in the market, he has to bring him back? Now, this is not that far-fetched for a couple reasons. One, the Avalanche seem to be liking this thing of bringing back old faces, so there's that part of it. And if you do get rid of someone like Devon Taves, you I mean, you do have good defensemen like waiting in the wings, but they're not ready yet. You will need someone to replace Devon Taves. Ryan Graves can't play replace what Taves does defensively, right? But you would need a body there. I don't know if Graves would be that guy to fill his role, but he would fill a role. And that's something maybe the abs go down. Who knows?
1: But he could replace the production of a Josh Manson who sits at a nice $4
0: million a year. Um, I don't think the abs are giving up on him right now. He had a rough go of it last year with all those injuries. Uh, but I, I know what you're saying. I think I, right now, man, everything is on the table. I Exactly. Like, for the abs. I really feel that way. What what was Graves making last year? Wasn't it?
1: Didn't he also get like a three point three? Wasn't it similar to like a Crosby contract?
0: Uh, oh, like his number? Yeah, uh three point one six six. That was close. It. Um, so that's a million less than what Taves is making now. So these are all things that the Avalanche have to consider. So uh, I don't know if they do it because. They would want to replace Taves with somebody that kind of fits his style, right? You you would think that they would try to do that at least, and or or if you do bring in Graves, then then you're you're promoting Bo Byram basically, and saying yeah. like that is the replacement is Bo Byram full time, full stop.
1: Uh, this is I was just about to say this is why you spend this year in like a covert ops operation. Call up mm-hmm. somebody from Loveland and say, hey, you see that number seven? You want that position?
0: This is your year. Show me you got it. Right. And then you make your decision. But do you think the Avalanche are a little bit hesitant to do that with the Alex Newhook situation and, and handing him the keys to the uh the 2C? Or you think the Avalanche have a little bit of uh after uh, last year? Everyone in Loveland, what are you
1: waiting on? Like what you saw last year in this in the season with injuries and Mm -hmm. needing depth like that's what depth is coming from is supposed to be loveland so Mm -hmm. if you're not there then everybody's up for grabs
0: well that's that's one thing i'm really interested to see for this uh training camp is how much do the avalanche dip into yeah the eagles yeah and say like you know, they're going to try to do what they can do in the off season. If the off season doesn't go the way that they want it to go and fill a lot of those needs, the only thing they have left is some of these young guys. Sam, who, who right. they have to throw in there, like Ranta, give him another go at it. Obviously, Foodie, uh, you have a number of guys that could, but but they're not ready yet. They're not ready to take on that role. But you don't want the off season to go poorly for the abs and then they're forced into that situation yeah because they're not just going to go you don't want them to just go sign bodies like if if all the guys that they want (laughs) kind of fell through and signed elsewhere and then you're just kind of okay this is all that's left let's just take like you don't want to do that
1: let's get five nicholas abe kubels
0: please Man, I am fascinated. I continue. The more we talk about it, the more fascinated I am. I know. How the Avalanche are going to navigate this offseason. Yeah, like I said before, everything is on the table. Um, A couple more questions to get to. But first, why don't we hear from Athletic Greens, and then we'll get to a couple uh, fun questions. Uh, We'll finish up with those. Uh, But Athletic Greens, if you're wondering what exactly is this, you put one scoop of AG1 into a glass of water and you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, everything that's important to you. And it is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or even gluten-free, And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs. There's no nasty chemical taste or artificial anything. And it tastes pretty amazing. And it costs you less than $3 a day. And when you're investing in your health, what could be cheaper than that? It's even cheaper than your cold brew and coffee habit. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. And that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, let's get to uh, these last couple questions here. They were some good ones. Um, which one are we gonna do here? Why don't we go with uh, jersey? Some, some. What's his name? Mm. Uh, K Steel Twelve. Next jersey that you're gonna buy. What are you gonna What are you gonna get?
1: Up until the playoffs, I would have said a Brandon Ten of Seattle Kraken jersey, but the, you know <laughs> what? It's <laughs> it's gonna be a while for that purchase. Yeah. No, I I have to get a Trevor Zegers. Ducks jersey.
0: You are a big Zegras fan. I love him. You are. And do you have uh Because we all know, like your your East Coast team is the Devils. Do you have like a Hughes jersey? You bet. You do. I didn't know if you did or not. I knew you I, had a uh Mackenzie Blackwood jersey. I have a PK
1: Subban, like the mm-hmm. the white, um, like the red and green Christmas tree one. Uh, there go. Cool. Those are. Cool. I have a Mackenzie Blackwood, and I have an authentic on ice
0: Jack Hughes jersey. Okay. I I didn't I. Should have known there's Should a have. whole area of the Temple of Doom that nobody ever sees, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm i with you on like the Kraken stuff, like, but I don't know who I I, mean, I almost want just a blank one, <laughs> just a blank. I love and, Brandon, and the Kraken, the, the Kraken jerseys, they're one of the few jerseys where I like their white away more than their home, yeah. I do. I, I, I like that
1: the dark and the way that like teal pops off of it. Mm. It's I'm telling you, I like that. I'm very angry at that team, mm-hmm. but the marketing department for that team, congratulations on the best logo Jersey combo right out of the gate. I've yeah, seen they, they quite in quite some time because the
0: Vegas one was so ugly and yeah. it still is. Just That's... I don't like that color combination. I don't like the name. I don't, I don't every day or no, I can't stand Vegas. So I, I won't give them credit <laughs> for anything. Um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, game going, we're recording this during game seven. Mm-hmm. just want to check the score of that real quick here. Two to nothing Dallas with two minutes to go. Oh, yeah. So it's looking like the season for the Seattle Kraken is coming to
1: Oh, it. we got to hear more of that gold song.
0: <laughs> so um, for me, I don't know. I think I think the next jersey I would buy for an Avalanche one is probably Georgiev. I think I would buy a Georgiev. You know he's going to be there for a couple more years. Um, hopefully, even longer if they can resign him when when his contract's up. But, um, I, I, the last goalie avalanche jersey I bought was uh, a Semyon Verlamov jersey. Ooh, yeah, I, that's the last goalie jersey I bought for, uh, an Avs goalie jersey. I need a David Abisher. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That would be, be a good one. one. Yeah. So I think I'd go the Georgiev route. So, um, but I have like the summer is terrible for me. I have so many. Birthdays with family member, like I, I'm not I'm I have to put Jersey buying on hold. Yeah, and it's for the it's hard season. to buy <laughs> it's hard to be in, like Jersey mode in the summer when it's 110
1: degrees. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I I still do it though. I suffer <laughs> because they just look awesome. Um, and finally, Maddie Talk asks, uh, who are you guys rooting for and against to win the cup? Now, when we answered this, this was before this game went off. And we kind of now know, unless uh, Seattle pulls off some miracle here in the last minute and 59 seconds, um, right, what was your answer prior? To- it would have been, I'll, I'll just
1: be if the Avalanche are knocked out. I yeah. I root for chaos. I want the league to crumble. I want the worst <laughs> Stanley Cup matchup. I'm bitter, bitter the rest of the playoffs. So uh-huh. I was pulling for Seattle, and if now that they're out, let's go Florida.
0: Okay. All right, and I think a lot of people would have that, especially with Florida being the eighth seed. Uh, they they have they kind of have that underdog mentality, which if you're really watching them, they're really not. But hey, when when you're tagged with the eighth seed, you're going to have that title. So I think yeah, for the lack of rooting interest, people they'll see that and say like, yeah, I'm going for Florida. But who would you who do you not want to see win it? Or Carolina? You, know, you don't want Carolina. No. And is there a reason for that? I just. I
1: I have never believed in what Carolina is putting together. And the Mm -hmm. last thing I want is for them to get the cup and believe that what they're putting together is right. Because I just, I don't Mm -hmm. think that team is comprised correctly at
0: all. I mean, they've been there year after year. So is Toronto. They're they're knocking on the door. No, 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 but, but Toronto has never been knocking on the door quite like Carolina. Carolina has been in the mix much more than, uh, than Toronto has. They are a a fluky team and a rock tumbler, and I say this because that, that that's who I am pulling for most probably right now is Carolina, and part of it is because one of my best friends lives in Carolina, and when I, I get to this point, like if my team is out, who do my friends root for, and unless. You know, it's it's the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll I'll pull for that team just to see my friends be happy. Yeah. Uh and and there, therein lies my team that I do not want to see win it, and that is Vegas by a mile. I I will take the three other teams by far I'd be okay with even Dallas, even being in the, the division. But I do not want to see Vegas. I cannot stand that that franchise. I cannot stand their their social media uh, posts, they drive me crazy. So, no, I do. I, I will be rooting for, for Detroit, or excuse me, for Dallas heavy in this series. I will tell you right now, if Rod Brendamore wins the
1: Stanley Cup, you will never hear Jared Benard's name mentioned in Jack Adams ever again. He will never be credited with coaching jobs for the Colorado Avalanche. If Rod the Bod Brendamore wins the Stanley Cup, hmm it is Bednar's name will never be mentioned again.
0: Eh, I don't know if I agree with that. Have to we, win hear about, to we hear about Rod the Bod every chance you'll, we you'll get. Hear, um, you'll hear it for a solid year. That, that's for sure. I mean, they're the champs. I just brought up Vegas is cap friendly. You know what their cap hit is right now? It's
1: got to be like minus fifteen million dollars. It,
0: it's it, it's ninety six. We'll round up ninety six point five million dollars. because they play the LTIR game every single year and get away with it because it's legal. But they don't care that they do it because they have no morals whatsoever. And why would they? Your team's playing in Vegas, the moralist city. So uh, that's gonna Say wrap no. it up. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We have uh, Alexander Georgiev is going to be up for his uh, grade. So check your social medias if you want to get in on the voting and uh, comment uh, wherever you vote as to why you graded in that. And we'll read it on the air. All right, it's going to wrap it up, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. uh, He is Mr. Shaggy on Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, abs, go.